0: Minecraft, the online game that's like a big digital Lego set, invites collaboration. Despite the fact that there are no teams or friend networks in Minecraft, kids seem to understand intuitively that you learn how to do things in the Minecraft world from other players, and that you can usually build cooler stuff together. Today, in the second of our Minecraft podcast series, we'll be diving deeper into this idea of collaborative learning via Minecraft, with our guest, Josh McLaughlin, manager of academic support at Breakthrough Schools in Ohio, and a Minecraft Global mentor. This is Paulo, host of Teach Talks, a podcast from your friends and colleagues at Teaching Channel. Welcome, Josh. Is uh, there anything else you'd like to tell the audience about yourself before we get started?
1: Uh, Just that I am a huge fan of uh, Teaching Channel. I want to say hi to Catherine and Paul and all my other friends out there. Also, I should say that... um, Got my start with Minecraft uh, in Arlington Public Schools in Arlington, Virginia, so I want to say hi to my folks out there as well. Also, you should know I, I do not care for eggplant, just in case it comes up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, terrific. Uh, so let's just dive in here. Uh, it, actually, I mean that might be a good starting point. Uh, how, how did you get started with Minecraft, and how did you get started with Minecraft, um, working with Minecraft with students in the classroom? Uh,
1: well, I... Uh... Like a lot of teachers, I uh, sort of uh, dipped my toe in the water with my professional learning network on Twitter, uh, got more and more involved in that, started organizing uh, Twitter chats in my county, uh, and through uh, my relationships on Twitter, uh, did a lot of reading about about Minecraft as an educational tool. um, And so got enamored uh, with the concept, played a little bit myself, and then had an opportunity to start uh, a Minecraft club at Barrett Elementary School in uh, 2014, 15. Uh, and so my, my, my principal uh, uh, was nice enough to purchase me 20 licenses uh, for my
0: first club, and uh, we that's how we got kicked off. That's great. And so uh, now that you've been uh, working in Minecraft for a while with, with young people, uh, I'm wondering, um, what is, uh, what does collaboration look like for your students in Minecraft?
1: Okay. So, um, I think there's sort of three core elements that pop into my mind when I think about, uh, collaboration within our, within our particular group. Uh, and this is developed over time, but our classes tend to have the same structure. Um, we always start, uh, with what, uh, I call a, a moment of whimsy, um, because I think that, uh, play is sort of an essential part of learning play passion purpose connected um, so we'll start with some sort of light you know 15 seconds of sort of comic video last week we showed uh, a sneezing baby panda bear scaring its mother it was a big hit with the group uh, we've done the tiny hamster videos are also uh, quite Popular. I mean, so it's it's light, it's playful, but it also is like this like shared joyous moment at the start of class where we can all uh, laugh together. Uh, whenever we start our course together, we've got kids who have played a ton and are uh, wizards within the game, and you have kids who are novices. But so we always start by talking about how um, Minecraft, the world of Minecraft, is an extension of our classroom uh, community. So uh, we, as a group, have to come up with the rules that we need to institute within the space to make sure that it's uh, constructive and enjoyable uh, and fun for everybody who plays. Uh, Every time we do it, uh, kids, uh, the group, and they're responsible for this, they come up with sort of a different constitution. But generally speaking, these uh, ideas sort of bubble up to the surface. One, typically there's some form of uh, do no harm. Two, there's something along the lines of, uh, we steal ideas and not things. Uh, we learn from one another, but we don't intentionally destroy things within Minecraft. Um, three, and probably my favorite, and uh, one of my one of my proudest moments as a Minecraft teacher was one of my students, Thornton, uh, could sort of <laughs> pontificate about this particular rule at length. Was uh, failure is a good thing in Minecraft? It's not always framed that way within sort of a traditional classroom, but in Minecraft, frame uh, failure is how we learn. Um, we reframe failure as uh, as iterating, and uh, and really try to emphasize that. And the last one is is that within Minecraft, you can you can decide whatever it is you want to build. You can organize in whatever teams you want to organize yourselves in. But if you create a plan, uh, you should stick to that plan unless um, unless you realize that you need to deviate around it because uh, you're not accomplishing what you want to accomplish. Uh, so there's that piece of the collaboration, which is that the kids or the students within the class they build uh, the sort of uh, the moral principles that they're going to abide by together. And then finally um, there's a particular learning cycle that's hardwired into the class Uh, uh, at the outset kids determine what it is that they want to create. And really, there is no limit to what they can potentially take on. They self-organize in groups around the topics that they uh, wanna focus on, but then every single class goes the same way. They organize in their groups, they develop a plan for the day. What are the uh, sort of essential outcomes for today? What are we trying to work on? Who's working on what? Um, They report that plan out and share it with the rest of the group. For the duration of the class, they work to implement it. And then there's always time built in the class where they can, as a group, they uh, sort of uh, openly reflect on what happened, what were they able to get accomplished, what didn't go particularly well. They talk about what might have led to like a different outcome when they had a different outcome. And then they establish their goals uh, for the next class. And that's always where we begin when we come back together.
0: And so is this a, a set of parameters and a process that you have honed over time and and how did you arrive at, at these particular parameters and processes
1: uh, yeah that's a, that's a great uh, question I uh, so this was we had we started off with a, a coding class uh, that we ran then uh, we did sort of a, we we built some of the very basic video games together where we where we and then I sort of, started engaging with like design thinking a little bit and sort of my work with that within that particular class sort of transferred over ultimately to this, but it definitely, yes, we've built it over time. Um, but the cycle has become pretty solid and the, and anybody who has gone through the class over the past few years, uh, they can speak to it. They know the the key components and they know where each part is going to fall within the, in the individual session.
0: That's great. And, I, I realize what, uh, one thing that um, we didn't touch upon is uh, what, what exactly are you teaching, um, and what, what is what is the class? Is it a is it a class on Minecraft, or is it a, a content based class in which you use Minecraft?
1: Okay, yeah. So it started out as a, as basically an enrichment. We called it Minecraft Club. It was open to anyone, and it was after school one time a week. But um, and that was great. But as you know I'm a a, a longtime public school educator I started to sort of wrestle with the idea of okay this is fantastic but how can I marry this sort of creative platform or uh, creative approach with some of the essential standards that uh, I address within you know my, my work as a, and at the time I was a, I was working in a fourth grade classroom and so one um, Union of those two items that I uh, was enjoyable for us was we uh, one of our builds one year was we had a a number of kids who were in fourth grade and in fourth grade in Virginia you have to learn about uh, Virginia studies Um, it's (laughs) you ignore all the history that happens outside of Virginia but you focus on all the (laughs) essential items that happen within Virginia but as part of that you learn about Jamestown and the kids uh, you know and again they they always decide at the outset what they want to build they have that uh, authority. But they had a particular interest in, in Jamestown and the settlement that year, uh, and so as a way of sort of uh, developing a better understanding of uh, the natural environment in Jamestown, some of the raw materials uh, that they used. Um, you know, obviously, there's some mathematical concepts involved when you're you're creating a uh, a replica of a of a of a historical structure. Um, but we were able to sort of marry some Virginia Studies concepts to our enrichment class in that particular build, which which was enjoyable. But primarily it has fallen outside of the scope of the um, you know, the 830 to 315 uh, uh
0: class, or school day. Got it. Thanks. And so so I'm wondering, Josh, um getting back to this idea of collaboration, why is collaboration important uh for your practice?
1: Okay. Um so I think one of the reasons I like Minecraft so much is that uh, life is social, and in work, is typically a social process. If you are uh, attacking some kind of complex problem, you're typically doing it as part of a group, and to be successful in that, uh, you have to know how to listen to people, how to how to work with others, uh, and how um, to contend with different belief systems, different perspectives, uh, and folks who have different skill sets and uh, strengths and weaknesses than you do. Um, and even though like teamwork uh, is an essential piece of, of, of you know, adult life, um, school, well, I find all too often like is a, can be a very solitary enterprise uh, where the teacher sort of dominates and determines what's worth knowing, how each individual student should come to know it. And um, students don't necessarily have a whole lot of opportunity to learn to function as part of a, um, a group or a team. Um, and so that's one thing that I really enjoy about um, Minecraft is that it's, uh, you can grant students a lot of autonomy to dream big, um, but there's, you can also impose constraints where they are required to work with others to accomplish a um, common goal goal. You know, I'm a big fan of uh, Tony Wagner and uh, most likely to succeed and, you know, and those sort of his seven uh, essential survival skills for adults, you know, one big one obviously is uh, the ability to collaborate across networks or I think he refers to it to be able to lead um, through influence and uh, respect the differences of other folks.
0: Great. And so this raises a question for me. Uh, does everything your students do in Minecraft require collaboration?
1: Uh, that's a great question. No, it doesn't, in fact. Um, like I, I'll, give you, I'll give you an example. Um, the, my last year at Barrett Elementary School in Arlington, um, the students in the class had a particular interest in uh, uh, chitinitsa. Uh, And they determined that they wanted, uh, you know, to build a replica of this, uh, you know, pre-Columbian city. Uh, For the majority of the build, they worked in teams of, uh, you know, four uh, or upwards of eight to build large sections uh, of the temple that were, uh, you know, required, you know, to sort of get this build off the ground. But as we entered the home stretch, um, I, they, as they were doing their research, and this was one nice thing about the build, is that they they got very interested in sort of what are some of the really um, distinct elements of this particular build. And one thing uh, one individual student uh, read about was that uh, apparently if you, I've never been there, but if you clap your hands in front of the temple, um, it's uh, basically supposed to echo and sound uh, like a bird. And so... <laughs> Uh, even though for the majority of our build uh, we had functioned in teams of four to eight, at the end I had one student in particular who was fascinated uh, by this this bird echo, and so he spent the last couple sessions independently uh, figuring out how he could uh, create a mechanism within Minecraft where you could uh, you know flip a switch at a particular distance uh, and, and replicate. That sound, hear the bird sound uh, when you were looking at uh, the temple. So yeah, it, it, it's, it's the nice thing about the, the platform is it's flexible enough where you can function uh, within small or large teams when it is required uh, and when it is appropriate uh, for individuals to focus, you know, to use their strengths to tackle individual challenges. Um,
0: you can do that too. Yeah, I love that. I uh, I would love to see the 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 example of what they were able to create and build and, and hear that bird call that just sounds sounds outrageous.
1: Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, and this was, the, one thing that was great about it is that um, at our school at Barrett, we had every, uh, the, the teachers there organized an event every year called the Digital Learning Showcase, um, where it was an opportunity for t- students to take the lead in, in literally showcasing, like, this is how we use technology. To sort of enhance our uh, our learning and understanding within these individual um, content areas, and so one of the breakout sessions was our my Minecraft group led a session where parents came in and my Minecraft students led the whole thing. They they introduced the game, they introduced the build, they showed off some of the distinct features, and and yeah, the the bird echo was probably with <laughs> the prize winning uh, you know feature, uh, but then they. Because they had become you know experts at this point, they then assisted uh, students who had came to their session and and family members as well as they uh, tried Minecraft out themselves and and worked on their own small builds uh, during the showcase.
0: and I'm curious, what so what was the parents' reaction? not just to the I think you talked about this to the to the bird sound, but, but just to to getting a better understanding of Minecraft itself.
1: Uh, well it was it was all it was hugely popular in fact uh, you know we we you know we uh, there were any number of fascinating sessions but we always sold out of our you know it was first come first serve and you, we we were at capacity every time we ever did it i think that i mean a there's a certain amount of appeal in the game b there's a certain amount of appeal in, in seeing like a really impressive build like this was an ambitious build it took a lot you know they did it over the course of an entire School year, uh, it's pretty striking to see you know a, a, a two scale replica of a, of a building that a lot of adults recognize. But I think that it was probably most striking for family members was how empowered these individual students were. I mean, they identified the target, uh, what success looked like. They, in each session, they came together. They, they developed their plans. They implemented their plans. They reflected and refined they stayed on course they delivered uh you know uh, their their build on time I'm, i mean and then they were able to run this session and you know and, and very competently talk about the ins and outs of the game and how they had gone through this process and so it's it, it, i think it was impressive you know to to, to see kids uh, and a lot of you know we had such an interesting mix of, of students some kids you know who who did quite well in sort of a traditional school setting and some kids who were, you know, maybe disengaged sometimes within a traditional school setting. But, uh, but in this particular context, because they were united in this common task, there was sort of a, uh, there was, uh, there's just sort of a flow state almost whenever we work together. And then they, they were very excited about sharing
0: it. Well, uh, that sounds, uh, really incredible. And, um, You know, we're coming to a close, unfortunately. I'd love to keep talking (laughs) to you about this. Um, But I I wanted to ask, um, so for our audience of teachers who are listening to this and thinking, I'd I'd love to figure out how to uh, help my kids uh, understand better Minecraft, and and I'd love to be able to figure out ways that I can get them to collaborate in the game. Um, Do you have any words of wisdom, any advice for teachers who – perhaps um, are not familiar with Minecraft, maybe they've heard of the game, um, but want to get started?
1: Uh, yes. Uh, my don't, uh, don't let the learning curve uh, dissuade you from getting started. Uh, I will give a shout-out. Uh, uh, my, my colleague Andrea, her, her daughter Michaela, uh, had graduated from Barrett, she uh, was a wizard of Minecraft, and she she volunteered to come in and sort of be my. We'll call her my assistant, but basically, she 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 always knew more about the game uh, than I did. Just as most of my students uh, knew more about the uh, the ins and outs of Minecraft and what was possible within within the uh, the platform than I did. All you need really is, is is curiosity and a willingness to develop a, a basic level of competence. And if you establish a, a learning framework, uh, you can really let your students take the lead in terms of you know using some of these individual skill sets that they have. And you'll pick it up faster than you than you <laughs> you think you will. Um, but they'll always, most likely, they'll always be ahead, and that's okay within this particular game. The other thing I would recommend is Minecraft is a great opportunity. Um, to draw upon outside experts, um, when we built Jamestown, like it was such, it was so easy and so fun to contact the experts at the actual uh, Jamestown settlement. You know, to get some information about the actual, you know, schematics. How big was it? What were the raw materials? And I was lucky enough. My uh, my co-instructional teacher at Bearham, Lori Sullivan, uh, she put me in touch with with uh, my, uh, this guy, John who had been a uh, computer scientist, was retired. He worked with me over the course of two years, uh, and he was able to introduce concepts from his life as a computer scientist that applied very nicely within Minecraft. Uh, he introduced the concept of what he called uh, pipelining or, uh, or parallel processing, basically the idea that you can work more efficiently uh, if you work in teams, but each individual team member uh, attacks a particular task in parallel uh, with the other folks on their team. Um, so we we went from working at a, a relatively slow rate on the Jamestown bill. I'm sorry, on the uh, Chichen a bill to really picking up our pace because um, we had this outside expert, John, share a concept from sort of the computer science world that, uh, that had a direct application and help them to reach their learning target of delivering this bill at the end of the year for the digital learning uh, showcase. Yeah, so that, I guess, yeah, just to summarize, two pieces of advice is don't be daunted by the curve and, uh, you know, take advantage of the expertise of the kids and also, like, you know, folks in your community who have um, expertise that applies within the
0: space. Perfect. Thanks so much, Josh. I really appreciate you uh, stopping by and taking the time to talk with us here today.
1: Oh, no, my pleasure, Paul. Thank you so much.
0: Okay, bye.